Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. Oh, you put the the in. <laughs> the vibes are good. <laughs> and this week's topic is gaycations. Uh, gaycation. Gaycation. We're gaycationing. I want to say I thought of this topic. This is the third topic Bree's thought of. Literally. Yeah. Maybe. Coming up on episode And I'm actually proud of it. I feel like after this many episodes to think of something that's like a well-rounded topic. Okay, let's not pump your own tires <laughs> that much. Well-rounded no, is like, gaycation. When it popped into my brain, I was like, it's gay. Yeah. It's a topic. It's and we haven't done it yet. Check, check, check. And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually a fucking genius. Like, okay. how did this okay. come to well, me? Uh, yeah. So, All right. Also, have you seen Noodle the Pug on TikTok? No. There's this 13-year-old pug. Okay. And his name is Noodle. Mm-hmm. And the owner's thing is that he wakes him up in the morning. <gasps> yes, I have seen that. And if he has bones or no yeah, bones. Yeah. He's so cute. I woke up feeling like I was having a no bones kind of day. Yeah. But we've gotten some bones. Some bones have. Some bones have uh, made their way into my no bones day. Yeah. <laughs> there have been some erected bones. <laughs> so we will be boning. Perfect. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Well, before we get into gaycation, thank you so much to our patrons. And a huge shout out to Aiden, Emily, Kate, Olivia, Liz, and Serena. Thank you for your generous support of I Can Explain podcast. We're not going to say what, but let's just say come next week, there might be. A really good reason to become a patron. Yeah. A real, real, real good reason to yeah. become a patron. So, if you're interested, there won't be any information now, but next week there will be. So you can get a jump on it. You can go listen to the bonus episodes. Uh, go over to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Click the link in the bio. There's merch there, too, coming up for the holidays. 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 Give a little... Um, I can explain merch. Give a little, I can explain merch to your homophobic grandma. Oh, love that idea. Explain this, bitch. <laughs> you can Bring also... grandma to the gayborhood. <laughs> you can also follow us over there and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. Gaycations. I always think that you're signing us off every time. I'm like, goodbye. I'm, she's fucking had it. That's how it's I feel. the same like tone. Like I'm, I'm about to say it. You know, yeah. Like I, I say it the same exact fucking way. I bet you if someone cut and edited the way I say it, it's the exact same intonation every time. For sure. Because once I figure out how to say something, yeah, it'll stick. Once you get that <laughs> hard word down, <laughs> it's coming at the same. Um. Okay. So yeah, gaycation. I feel like this is unique. Um. How how much pumping because... up your tires for this fucking topic is there going to be? I'm just noticing your new look, fresh looking underwear. Are those fresh? Those underwear? Uh, freshly washed. Freshly washed. They're okay. They're not fresh though. Before we get into gaycation, I actually have something else I want to talk about. Okay. I just realized what. Um, I just bought for the first time period underwear. Oh, I, I just bought for the first time new underwear. <laughs> I was like, that first time out. ever yeah. since I moved out of my parents' house. Yeah. Um, eight years ago. You're I, like I've, I've been rocking bought... just Christmas yeah. morning <laughs> <laughs> presents, and that's it. No, I got period underwear. Okay. So innovative. I don't know why I've gone all my life ruining every pair of pants and underwear that I fucking own without getting this period underwear. Question. Yeah. Is the period underwear just underwear that you're going to wear on your period, or is there actual specific, like, it has advantages? It it has has advantages. Okay. So, good question. It's not just, like, because I already have period underwear that doesn't have advantages. It's just, like, the trash underwear. That you're just, like, I'm going to rock this shit until the wheels fall off. Absolutely. (laughs) Like, this shit's already gruesome. Let's make Uh, it worse. Let's do fucking Camp Crystal Lake (laughs) in this bitch. (laughs) Exactly. That's a Friday the 13th 
reference. Pun, wow. yeah. <laughs> it is October, so we're here exactly. for that. I'm going to be hitting those spooky season <laughs> puns all week long. <laughs> no, so this is like, I wear a diva cup, and um, but I still, I still... Let me tell you. It's the splash zone down there. It's the splash zone. When I'm on my period, it's like next fucking level. Even doctors have told me, like, it's aggressive. Like, I have to take, like, added iron, like, like prescription iron because I lose, like, so much blood. Do you ever spill your Diva cup? Like, have you ever spilt it? When you sneeze, sometimes it rockets out. And then, (laughs) sorry. Yeah. Like, from inside, it rockets out. It rockets out. Yeah. That's horrible. Well, like, Imagine yeah. having a diva cup and allergies. But That's uh, <laughs> a dangerous combo. <laughs> it's funny because every once in a while in the spring or whatever, I'll be sitting on the couch with Julia and I'll sneeze. And I'm like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> and I have to, like, do the run to the bathroom because it just rockets out. I thought it was, like, pretty well lodged in there. It is. It's just would... something about a sneeze really unlodges it. I've never had anything else do it. Like, I've done, like, yoga. <laughs> I've, like, you know, every, you can do anything. Yeah. You, it suctions right in there. But a sneeze, I think it's similar to, like, when you go to prison and they ask you to cough. Like, if anything's up your asshole, it's coming out. Right. You know? So they should ask They're, you it's to connected. sneeze, too. <laughs> it's connected. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's never a worry about spillage due to it dislodging. It's just like, oh, the cupeth is overflowing. Right. You know? Um, and I just ruin all of my clothes. Like, all the time. <laughs> also, like, sorry. Just... I was just thinking about what you just said. <laughs> the cupeth. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the cup is doth runneth over. <laughs> yeah, I just went for it. I just went for it. Yeah. Just giving the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Of, you know, Get a little yeah. Shakespearean flavor on that <laughs> diva cup. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I finally got um, from a brand that is queer, either completely or largely owned and operated, called Period Isle. This is not a... Um, this is not paid, but I wish it was, but it's not. Um, but they're just a cool, really inclusive brand for folks that have periods. And um, it's cool because they've got, like, boxer style. They've got thong style. They've got regular, like, booty cut right. style. Like, typical what you picture underwear if you drew it when you were a kid style. So walk me through the quirks and features. So basically, depending on the ones that you choose, they have different absorbency levels. But it's, like, very thin. Like, it's this special fabric on the crotch area yep. that is... Like, you wouldn't even notice it. It's not like you're wearing, like, a diaper or something like that. It's not bulky like a pad would be or it's anything a like that. It's for sure. Yeah, it's very, probably literally a sham like, wow. Dead serious, Like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and it tells you, depending on which pair of underwear you purchase, like, it can fit the absorbency of, like, two tampons or four tampons or okay. whatever. So it's, like, for some people, they might just wear it, like, without anything. So, like, something cool is... This is really just because it's sounding like an ad. It's not. I just yeah, think no. this is a cool idea. I like that there's... I know this isn't the first company that's done it, but I like how inclusive they are. Because some folks don't want to um, insert Diva Cups or tampons. Uh, trans folks in particular. Like, they're not interested in doing that. So, it's great because with the boxers, you don't actually have to, like wear quote-unquote feminine products. You can just wear boxers that make you feel like you. um, And then it's got, like, four tampons worth of absorbency, like, built into the underwear. That's some good So I think it's, like, so great. So does it... Do you wash them? They refresh? Yeah, you wash them. They refresh. They're not disposable. You wash them. Do you have to wash them separately? That's a good question. It comes out. It's, like, just, like... Yeah. (laughs) Freddie's been (laughs) here. Yeah, literally. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're like it's happened again. <laughs> Got my Halloween costume. I mean, at least. I think I think I will just wash that by by yeah. themselves. But like you'll hand wash it with one of those like rake things in a <laughs> the river, old like <laughs> like an Amish Laura woman. Angles. Yeah, <laughs> little to the yeah. prairie style. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> so I bought. Um, Bought a few pairs. I'm excited to try them out. I still haven't tried them. They come soon. But this has literally been the highlight of my week. Because for anyone who has a period, you might know that if you have a fucking heavy flow, it really just ruins everything. The and a wide set vagina. Yeah. If, the combo of both, let me tell you. It's so dangerous. And you know what those would be great for? What? Wearing on vacation. Mm. I agree. Because when you're going on vacation and you get your period, it's like, ugh. Yeah. And you're like, I'm on this gay vacation. Oh, my God. But anyways, gaycation. The reason I wanted to talk about this, because I do think that traveling when you're queer is unique. And we've talked a bit about that. Yeah. Looking for safe spaces. But I think in addition to that, in more of a... Fun and fresh sense, like fun flesh. you know, there's this flesh. Side. Jesus, it really is Jesus spooky season. Christ. Fun flesh <laughs> <laughs> is if, for queer people and certain queer people. It might maybe different for you than it is for me. Okay. Um, a lot of times when I'm looking for a place to go with friends or with Julia or whatever it is, I'm also looking if there's, like, queer spaces or things to do. Yes. Like, I find a lot of times when we're picking things to do for our itinerary, like, let's say we're going to, uh, we're going to choose a new city to go to the States. One of the first things I look up after looking up, like, okay, are these certain touristy things that we want to do? Yes, cool. Then it's like, okay, do they have a gay bar? Like, if we're going to go out one night, like, do they have a gay bar? Is there somewhere safe to go out? Is there somewhere safe to go out? And it kind of becomes, um, like, part of the planning and, like, a lot of times the choice maker. Yep. Like, I know that there's certain times where we've chosen, like, certain breweries over others because they've... Um, promoted themselves as being queer-owned or a safe, inclusive space. So I think it's just like this added layer of um, when you're going on a gaycation because you're gay and you're going on vacation. It, like, actually, for a lot of people, has to do with a lot of their planning and choices. Well, I remember when, because in my university in fourth year uh, for interior design, Mm -hmm. they always do a field study, which is basically the start of the year. Oh no, the year before, at the the end of year three, you start planning a trip for year four. Okay. So you go all together and you do like sketching and go to all the different architectural and design places of that city. And I had to keep being, like they would, I forget where, our uh, my classmates were suggesting, but there was quite a few that I was like, "Oh, I can't go here." Yeah, that's actually like I I, I can't. Yeah, I was like, I will be stoned to death. Yeah, so probably not that great architecture. <laughs> Gorgeous, but um, yeah. only for you guys because yeah. I will be dead. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's totally a r- really like different dynamic, yeah. right? Because there's even I remember um, some of my guy friends a couple years back. It, this got kiboshed all together because of the pan, panorama. But yep. um, they were like, let's go on a group trip somewhere. And they're throwing out different ideas because um, they wanted to do like more of an international planned out like few week trip. Yep. And same thing. Like a few of them I had to just be like, I can't go there. Yep. Or like I don't feel comfortable going there. Like no. I, I looked it up. Do, does looks a little dicey for me. That's like I would love to go to Dubai. Yes. And I know I've read a lot that you can have very good travels in Dubai. There's a lot of safe spaces. Yeah. But there's a lot of very unsafe spaces. Yeah. And also I just, it stresses me out giving 
and not like they need any more money. No. Um, it stresses me out giving somewhere money that does not, um, like, basically consider me a human. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah, I'm going to vote I'm my with dollar on that one. <laughs> but would love to go to Dubai, one yeah. of those, like, sand islands. How fun. Oh, yeah. Very beautiful and fun. <laughs> yeah. But I also, that's the other thing with it. Like, sometimes when you're looking at places to travel, they're like, oh, but you can do it safely if you have the right guide, or you go to these areas and not these areas, and da-da-da. It's like, I don't want to be thinking that much on vacation. Yeah. I don't oh. want to be like, oh, my God. Like, if I go two blocks the wrong way, am, am I going to get hate-crimed? Like, Here, and I know that can happen anywhere, you. but... Okay. Picture that, and then being vegan. Oh. I'm like, will I get killed here? And then if I survive, will I have diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> will I absolutely starve to Yeah, death I'm on like, will trip? I be shitting my absolute <laughs> brains out and die because of that? So. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. Uh, so, yes, it's it's it's... The safety thing is the first added dynamic of gig travel. I remember mm-hmm. one of the first or kind of the first few gaycations I went on. Right. And they were um, just cabins. Okay. With friends mm-hmm. that had come out to one another, but not their parents. Uh, and I remember we would go, we, we were like freshly 19, yeah. we all had our own cars, right. like just absolute beaters. We mm-hmm. would get alcohol and like go to these yeah. cabins or we went to Palm Springs when we were like, I think we were like 17 yeah. and one of my friend's mom's. Uh, was down there the week before us and, like, bought us a bunch of alcohol. Oh, my God. And so that one was actually before I was even out. Right. And so... I wasn't really a heavy drinker at that yeah. point, and I'm still not. <laughs> Jesus Christ! At that, at that point, um, I mean, we're getting there in this panorama, but uh, <laughs> and I remember drinking heavily with my friend, and neither of us had come out to each other, and we like talked about being gay in a hot tub in Palm Springs. Oh, I love that. So I feel like those are. The moments. Yeah, but I I think getting young people together, and obviously the alcohol helps, but getting young. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do not take our advice. No, if you're underage, do not drink, you're going to go to jail. (laughs) I will report you. (laughs) But (laughs) um, if you do drink with your friends, you'll find out they're all gay. (laughs) Yeah, I remember some of the first few uh, gaycations I went on was like everybody was kind of figuring their own shit out. Mm -hmm. And having the freedom, like, it's so liberating to be away from family and kind of just people that know you in general. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's such a weight off your shoulders to just be at, like, a cabin or be away with a few of your friends. And just, you can kind of live, like, as your authentic self that you're kind of figuring out. Like, I remember it was kind of like when I went to Mexico for the first few times. Mm -hmm. And my parents would go do their own thing. And me and my sister would go once again underage drink jail for all of you doing that currently though Um, (laughs) but we would go underage drink and meet people and I could almost like be somebody else yes and now I'm like the person that I was being is who I am now totally but I didn't have to explain to them you know that I didn't have a girlfriend all these things and it was like I feel a lot of people wouldn't ask if I was gay yeah it was just kind of uh uh, understood. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I relate to that because, I mean, we've well, talked we know about, about your fucking Mexico fucking trip. Mexico adventures. Let me tell you. It is different because you Faithful just... Faithful <laughs> evening. In a hot tub too, wasn't it? Um, well, there were hot tubs. There was also <laughs> sports bars. There was also... There was some places. 
lesbians in a sports bar? That's a <laughs> shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. Of, like, there's something about being, like, it almost feels safer. Like, you're out of your regular comfort zone. Maybe you're away from your friends. Like, like you said, you're on vacation. You meet other people. And you get to kind of, like, reinvent yourself a little bit for, yeah. like, that time. I don't know. It's nice. Like, no one knows any of your backstory. And it just feels, like a weird little, like, fresh start totally. a lot of times. Yeah. For me, something that I recently realized about um, traveling and about how I pick what I do when I travel okay, um, was I have this thing that, like, a lot of people reach out to me, like, friends when they're coming into Vancouver, as you do with if I was traveling somewhere and I knew somewhere someone that lived in Boston, I would ask right. them for suggestions. And... I've realized how different, because I had it, like, back-to-back in a week. One friend um, that is a lesbian and her and her girlfriend were going to come to Vancouver um, messaged me. And then, like, another friend who's straight, who has a a fiancé guy, asked me as well. And literally the itineraries I sent them of suggestions... Vastly different. Could not have been more different. (laughs) And it's like... I'm not saying, like, I hate to stereotype it, like, I'm not saying that, like, obviously, like, the gay couple could have gone and done the, like, quote-unquote straight things, but it was just interesting, because they're like, we're only coming for a weekend, like, we want to, like, I knew the type of couple, like, they want to go out in the neighborhood and all that kind of stuff, and it was like, okay, so you're going to go to Score for Brunch, which yeah. is a restaurant on Davie, listeners taking notes if they want to come, come to Vancouver. Your itinerary, you're getting this for free, <laughs> yeah. no um, Patreon bonus needed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Wednesdays, they've got this drag show at this bar. Sundays, they've got this drag show at this bar. Saturday, there's a lesbian event at this fucking back alley at this, Yeah, at this warehouse. <laughs> and it's like, they... I'd send this off and then, like, you know, mix in the regular touristy things. Oh, you should walk the seawall. Oh, you should... Whatever. And I send it off. And then my suggestion to other people is, like, so far from it. I'm like, there's, There's like, a flyover Vancouver. (laughs) Do you guys like hiking? Because there's some fantastic (laughs) spots. Like, the restaurants I suggested were different. Like, Yale Town opposed to, like, Davie Street. It's just funny. Like, Like, it's like, as I was sending it, I was like, I'm almost stereotyping ourselves but it's not it's like it is a stereotype that you'd only want to be around other gay people but it's also because it's like you just know they're going to have a fun experience and it's going to be a safe space for sure especially since I knew where they were traveling from they don't have those spaces yeah. so I was like excited to show off that like it's like look at all this cool queer stuff you can do that, that's going on I do love like some cities obviously have established uh, places for queer women mm-hmm. but I do love that if I was to make an itinerary yeah. for just like gay friends asking yes. me I could list just bars and yeah. it would be like oh that is a gay bar but mm-hmm. for queer women it's like oh Oh, well, there's actually this <laughs> yeah. party uh, on a shipping container <laughs> on a moving boat that yes. you have to get your own dinghy to. <laughs> like, it's the yeah. most absurd locations. I know. And then they're like, and it's called Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It's like literally painful. And also, like, one of my favorite things about it, too, is like, there's like this thing particularly amongst lesbians, that when, like, gay bars are mentioned, you have to, like, ask the additional question, like, okay, yeah, but do women go there, too? Like, it's, like, it's like an added question. Like, when I'm looking right. up to go into an area with Julia, like, we're traveling, we want to go out, 
it's easy to find like in a Google search like where are the gay bars if there are any. But then you have to do the like background research. You have to go to their Instagram. You have to like look at the pictures on their page. Do they have like a, a quote unquote women's night? Do they have? Um, are there lesbians in the crowd? Are we just looking at a That's bunch a of t- like cir- circuit gays? Like you know what I mean? Like it's like this added layer totally. of okay, it says it's queer, but does that mean we're just gonna be walking in with a bunch of cis gay men? It, yeah. It's like and ninety nine percent of the time you will. You will. Yeah. So it's like uh, I spoke last time about Portland or a couple of episodes no, ago. Not this again. <laughs> no, but this is funny. <laughs> not like, the Portland sponsorship. <laughs> no, when Julia and I, <laughs> when Julia and I went to Portland, we like went out to some of the like more generic uh, gay bars, and they were really fun, and there was a good mix of the crowd. But then one of the nights we had looked up through like an extensive Instagram hunt. Okay. Um. This. Uh, like, Queer drop women. That. Drop that. Drop what? Oh, this yeah. this little thing? Yeah, no, stop that. Um, I feel like a, a dog owner here. right now. <laughs> drop it. What's that? What's in your mouth? <laughs> uh, um, we found this uh, Queer Women Night. <laughs> I still laugh about this because it's funny because it's like the same in so many cities. It doesn't matter where you go. We all get just like the shaft, pun not intended. Yeah. Um, and... We're like, oh, we got to go. Like, this will be so fun. And uh, we go, and it's literally in, like, a basically, like, school gymnasium. And it was literally, like, one of those spaces that, like, could have been, like, for 18 different things. Like, you could tell it's just, like, a rent-out, like, art space. It, like, had a fucking basketball court, and then it also has, like, a strobe light in the corner kind of vibe. And literally, I, (laughs) Julia and I, we had the best time because it was hysterical, but literally it was just, like, huge space and there's like 17 fucking people there that makes me sad and it was like we found out afterwards that the event was called um something along the lines of like uh inferno something rather and it was a nod to women that were in menopause (laughs) so that was perfect for you (laughs) Which is you why it's so funny. People. It was a queer women over 40 event. The DJ's like, is anyone hot right now? <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally like for, specifically for queer women over 40. Which, as I'm getting older, because at the time You're I think I was those. like 23, I was like, oh, why would you need that? Like, whatever. And... Then as I'm getting older and you start going back to bars, even at 29, and you're in bars with 18-year-olds, you realize that if you were a single woman, woman, you'd want to be like, okay, where are people my age? Like, if I'm out finding, wanting to find people or, like, dance with people, I don't want to be like, nothing against 18-year-olds, but, like, that's fucking creepy. Nothing against 18-year-olds, but fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but- if I'm 40 and single, I'm not going to, I don't want to go to, like, if you went out on Davy Street... Any of the, like, single lesbians there are going to be, like, 19 years old. And then you're like, okay. So that's what it was. It was a specialty monthly event for, like, mingling for, like, over 40s. And we didn't get that memo. So we were just like, oh, this is what it was called. I forgot what it was called. It was called Hot Flash. (gasps) Which, great name. At least it wasn't called, like, In Heat or something. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of would have been good. That's every other Bitches in heat. (gasps) Bitches in heat. Oh, my God, I love (laughs) But, yeah, so we went. It did end up getting somewhere around, like, I would say the 32-person mark. But it was a very big space. And then it was just dark with, like, a few random lights going. And then um, on the stage, they just randomly had, like, a fire dancer. (laughs) 
there's the Inferno, baby. <laughs> For that. And I was like, it was a great time. We had th- literally the best time. It oh, was so good. fun. And everyone was so nice and, like, fun. And, like, could tell we were just, like, fish out of water. We, like, just had stumbled upon it. Um, but that's the fun of travel. But I do find, like, when Julia and I, we laugh at each other when we're, like, going away. Like, you're going away this I week. I am, yeah. Um, would you, like, I guess the place you're going isn't somewhere you would look this up. But, like, would that be something you'd do when you're going away? Like, where are the gays at? Or is that just more of a, like... It depends on what kind of trip. Like, right. this trip is literally me and my boyfriend drinking red wine. And mm-hmm. I'm, I told him... He asked me what I wanted to do. We're right. going to Tofino and Victoria, which is on Vancouver Island. Tofino is, like, a... Uh, surfing town yeah. that I've never been to, which shocks everybody, mm-hmm. kind of including myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> and my boyfriend asked what I wanted to do, and we're kind of on the cusp of storm watching season. Ooh. And I said that I basically was just going to be drinking a glass of red wine that mm-hmm. never emptied and walking up and down the stormy beach with a speaker playing the Big Little Lies oh, theme yeah. song and Gorgeous. just like hauntingly like walking up to trees and mm-hmm. really feeling my white wasp woman fantasy oh like God, I just I killed that. my husband oh yeah yeah so that's what I'm gonna be doing but if it was a different kind of trip <laughs> I would be like where are the gays yeah where mind are you gays? I feel like I could come across gays doing that exact same oh, thing oh you'll find them <laughs> yeah we'll you'll pass find- each other yeah. with our speakers <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> cheers each other yeah. with your little red wine glasses absolutely <laughs> love that for you yeah no it's funny like there's a whole other thing and I, I don't know if maybe this is the same for you so you tell me. Um, I don't know if this is like it is with gay bars and how like queer women have to find other random spaces. Um, but there's like very particular lesbian events that happen. Yeah. That everyone travels to. And I don't know if it's because like there's not as many like official like brick and mortar spots. Yeah. But like this past weekend there was um Dinosaur. Girls in no Girls oh. in Wonderland in Miami. What the fuck is that? It's it's like Dinosaur but on the At Disneyland? other side. No. <laughs> oh, it's Disney World. No. Wait, what it's not? It's called Girls in Wonderland. It's just like And it has no affiliation with so. Disneyland. <laughs> I, I don't I don't <laughs> it's like pool parties. It's like Dinosaur. It's okay. like Miami like parties. I, I I think it's a missed opportunity. It's not Disney themed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know enough about it. I haven't been. Maybe Mickey Mouse shows up. I'm right. Not, I'm not. It would certain. be Minnie Mouse. Oh, first sorry. Of all. Yeah, very rude of me. Um, but yeah. So basically, they um, just had that two weeks before that was Dinosaur, which is like a huge. We've talked about it before. Yeah. Weekend. There's Clexicon. There's um, one, I don't remember what it's called, but um, in Spain, there's a fucking huge one that happens every year that's like a week-long uh, queer women party. Fun. Um, which I would love to go to. If anyone knows what one I'm talking to, please somehow just talk to the people that own that event and tell them to get me there. I don't care what I gotta do. I'll I'll be a stage dancer. You don't want to see it. No, but I'll, for sure. Uh, back, I back, will back do stage. that. I'll be a DJ. I'll just have my iTunes open and just playing. Playing That'd songs be good. back to back, you know, my my most listened to tracks. I could do some t- live TikToking, gay girl tips, like whatever they're looking for. I'm ready to fill. I don't that think slot. it's any of those things, but <laughs> I mean, well, you tell me if they. they what oh. if you just bought a ticket and went like everybody else? <laughs> um, here's the thing about that. I would love to, but. But if I can use one of my amazing skills, your plethora of to skills and talents, get me a ticket. Mm-hmm. 
I would love that. Right. Well, it hasn't worked out for you yet, so. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I'm manifesting this. I'm pitching this. But, yeah, so there's, like, a lot of these weekends or weeks all around the world, really, that are, like, specific to queer women. And speaking to that, a lot of women, like, choose their vacation based off of these events. So, like... If you had, like, a week vacation a year, you're probably going to Dinah Shore. Like, there's a lot of women that go every year. Like, that's their vacation. Right. Right? Like, are there things like that for, like, the gay male community? Oh, my God. So many. Really? I See, isn't it weird how we're... we're it's like being You on the haven't seen every little fucking white gay in Mykonos? No. <laughs> see, I feel like I'm on the... It's like being on the wrong side of TikTok. No, you're like, on, the, on the right side. Yeah, that's the wrong but side. But isn't it weird how we're both part of the LGBTQ plus community, and yet I couldn't name a single one of the gay male events that happen. But I've don't you remember all the drama at the beginning of the panorama when all those gays were going to Puerto Vallarta? Oh, yeah. It's like shit like that all the time. Which is okay. funny because when I go on vacation, I want to see as like as few people as I can. Oh, okay. The thought of traveling and to go to an event is psychotic to me. Oh, really? Like, I love it. No. See, we're so I don't do that. Like the that. only thing, and this is, I can't believe I'm verbalizing this right mm-hmm. now, but the only thing is that I have always wanted to go to one of those giant, like, rave um, oh, events, God. only because they look so absurd that I would want to, like, the one in Europe, what's it called? Tomorrowland. Oh, Tomorrowland, Like, yeah. they look so absurd that I would just want to experience you it once, or go. even, like, Burning Man See, or that's so EDC. See, that's so overwhelming to me, I couldn't do but that. But that's, that's... My one, and I only want to do it just, just to know what it's like. Yeah. But I'm I'm not going to fucking Puerto Vallarta or Mykonos. Like it's just not happening for me. It's not not no. In the I want to go to like Iceland and like walk <laughs> uh, like uh, over a deserted weird that that plane crash. Like yeah. I want to do shit like that. I feel like you should start a TikTok account where you just do it to the uh, Big Little Eyes theme song. Yeah. And you just go to different places and just walk by yourself down, like, different streets with that playing. Oh, I yeah. Like, can you start that, like, actually? I'll start it in Tofino. But you always have to have a glass of red wine in your hand. Like, it doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a Costco or if you're Well, in... I, I do always have a glass of red wine when I'm at Costco. <laughs> That's just for like, my own sanity. You just have to have one every time, and it's just the same shot every time, but just different background. Yeah. That's the kind of, that's the kind of account that would get, like, five million, no joke. Here we go. I'm going to launch it. Soft launch this weekend. Can't wait. Can't wait. Is it Sean.Losk on TikTok? So uh, people I don't can know. Go find it? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Really know how to it's plug yourself. It's gonna be yourself. big little lusk. Big little lusk. Shut. <laughs> you need to do that. Like yeah. it's so bad that it's good. Like you need to change it. You need to do that. Yeah. Oh my god, you need to also change it before someone hears this and tries to get your ass. Snatch it. Kick from your ass. You. If you do that. Like, literally snatch it up, and we'll know it's one of you. I think that gaycation is very interesting, and I know you had said this before mm-hmm. because there's a very different connotation about a girls and a guys trip when you yes. are a raging homosexual yeah and um there's a good chance that everybody will fuck on one of those trips (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing everyone's gonna fuck everyone's gonna (laughs) fuck so it's either you're part of it or you're not (laughs) it's interesting seeing the dynamic from like when i was in high school and used to date guys and like or guy or whatever you want to say guys i had a few boyfriends but anyways when i got to the age that people started traveling, like, having their own car or being able to, like, go on a weekend alone or whatever. Yep. Mexico. Uh. <laughs> um, it, it was interesting because I didn't have any, like, queer friends at that point. 
Um, it was just so cut and dry. Like if the guys were doing a guy's trip, the guys were doing a guy's trip. I don't understand what a straight guy's trip is. And I mean that in full sincerity. <laughs> My dad goes on trips yeah. and they'll go like fishing. Yeah. And I get the activity of fishing yeah. and drinking. Mm-hmm. But what do they do in the meantime? Like they don't talk <laughs> about their feelings or they don't. I don't think they're like, really What do talking. they talk about? They're just shooting the shit. Like they're just. See, like I feel like I vibe much more on that type of trip than you would. Like you'd be like, what are we doing? I'd be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, we have two activities, fish or drink. Yeah. Shoot the shit. <laughs> funny, funny story about yeah. my um, growing up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I totally cut your story off, no, but good. mine's probably better. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, growing up, my family friends owned like a part of this lodge at the top okay. of Vancouver Island. So we would always go up there for like a week mm-hmm. and just go on boats and go to different islands and this whole thing. And my parents and some of them would fish along the way, but I was right. a child, so that did not affect me. And <laughs> uh, since actually that's not true, we went fishing once and my dad was trying to get me to like kill a fish because you have to oh, pull yeah. them up and then like. Gonk club it. them, yeah. and I was like, I'm not clubbing this fish. It's <laughs> horrific. And then they were like, like uh, slice it, c- cleaning. What yeah, is yeah. It? Cleaning. They were like cleaning the fish, and I literally was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I probably exactly said those words I'm too. Out of here. I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> and recently, uh, all the guys yeah. were going again because mm-hmm. my dad goes every summer. Yeah. But um, I don't know if I told the story already. No, uh, I don't think you did. My dad goes every summer, and he asked. They were like, oh, we're doing a uh, father-son trip. Oh, okay. And th- my dad was like, my son is not interested. <laughs> <laughs> my son's going to take a hard path. My son does not want to spend a week with old straight men and their sons <laughs> clubbing, clubbing fish to death <laughs> and drinking beer and not talking about their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not. I'm just picturing you on that trip. Like, I, it would be me at the front of the boat with a red glass of red wine and the big little eyes theme song, while there's just like <laughs> the sound of on. clubbing fish in the background, screaming fish. Yeah. The See, that's my type of place. Jesus, yeah, that's sea spiracy. Like, that's a Williamson bonding trip. <laughs> if you guys need a real estate bonding trip, let me know. I'll get the lodge up and running. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) what I was saying is that, like, it made this, like, really weird, like, not having to communicate with your significant other that you just would, like, to take a trip without them. Right. Situation, which is, in a weird way, kind of (laughs) nice. Because you'd be like, oh, I'm just, like, the girls are going to go do this trip. Yeah. And it's, like, this weird loophole of not having to be, like, which is actually unhealthy if you think about it, not being able to communicate that... Hey, me not wanting you to come doesn't mean that I don't like you. It's that I need my own independent time. For sure. And I think that's why a lot of people, when they start getting in queer relationships, especially if they've grown up in, as most of us have, in this heteronormative space or, like, maybe in heteronormative relationships, they haven't learned that skill. And so, like, we see a lot of codependency with queer relationships because there's no, like, defining, like, oh, I'm going on a girl's trip or I'm going on a guy's trip. Like, you have to communicate, like, I'm going on a friend's trip. You're not coming. Yeah. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm an asshole. It doesn't mean that I don't like you. It means that I need my own space and time. I think every couple should travel separately. Oh, I I love my boyfriend, but sometimes I don't want him there. No, it's like, the thing is, is like, I think it's so healthy to 
have yeah. that own time, have that own time with your friends, travel separately, go out separately, go to dinner separately. You know, I've talked about before that I think that's a great asset to a relationship to be able to have different things to talk about that you've experienced separately. Um, and it doesn't mean that you don't like them, but I think that a lot of people get stuck in that, like, oh, I'm going to look like an asshole if I don't include my partner because they're just going to think it's that... Um, I don't want them there. And it's like, well, you don't. <laughs> I have the balance that that's probably the the part of the day that I would look like the least uh, of an asshole. So that part doesn't really worry me. That's not, not, that's not a stressor. No, no. But it is an interesting dynamic because all of a sudden, like, it transitions into, you see, very commonly. And I'm not saying this is good or bad. I've had plenty of friends do this. It worked out great for them. But it's something that you would hardly ever see in a heteronormative relationship is having like stags or bachelorette trips. Like a combined. A combined. Co- combined. Combined. <laughs> and like I've been with, I've been part of those. So and have I. and so have you. And it's like that's not something that like it's very rare it happens. Like in more heteronormative spaces. Like I think I can think of one couple that I knew that did like a combined thing. Yeah. Everyone else is like, I'm going on my stag, you're going on your bachelorette, girls trip, guys trip. Whatever. And then in queer spaces, it's like, we're all just going to do it together, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I do think it, like, there's, like, a deeper layer to it with, like, not having that, like, automatic easy out of, like, yep. traditionally this is the way it's done. So instead of having to have a conversation of, like, I'd just like to go and do this by myself, it creates a lot of codependency. For sure. Also, I went to a combined mm-hmm. uh bachelor bachelorette whatever it was mm-hmm. called stag who knows there's so yeah. many names and the marriage didn't last so maybe that's the curse <laughs> you know maybe that cursed them the curse of maybe the that, combined <laughs> stag they started out on the wrong foot Julia and I have had like full blown conversations like oh you're coming nowhere near my oh no and even that fucking some straight pe- which also yeah. this is just like really stepping into and agreeing with tradition which yes. I don't agree with but the, I I don't know I feel that I want a separate mm-hmm. trip and it's not like oh my last night of freedom that's not how no. I feel about it I literally just want to like f- shoot the shit with my girls I want to yeah. fish and drink some beers <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but I also hate the thing that like I guess queer people could do it too but a lot of straight people do that they'll like go separate and then like meet up and then like separate again what is that like, weirdness in a different state a yes. different country a different province and again like people are like I think when people hear that they're like oh why are you doing something bad are you like you said like your last night of freedom are you like cheating or something like that I'm like yes yes Yes. so I've got to be a state over absolutely no it's just like I think it's so healthy to have your own time and I think there's something like kind of cool and symbolic to like hey we're agreeing to be together for like ever hopefully And, um... Statistically, no. Yeah, statistically, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we're gonna have, like, forever together, so let's have, like, some solo independent time with our friends. Yeah. Before we, like, tie that knot. Let's go off, rail some coke, kill a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) You know, tradition. It's all in the name of tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just think there's so many different dynamics to queer traveling, like, from the start with the safety to the choices you make in your itinerary. All around, I am a big fan of just trying to make every trip as gay as possible. Well, yeah. Every trip I go on will be as gay as possible. Yeah. Because I am there. Well, but. yeah, because you're there with a glass of red and your big little life. <laughs> I'm going to do a TikTok. I... Sean, this is your, like... You're going to have, like, a million fucking followers and, like, one of them would be so jealous. Do you think that there's... Uh, 
You know those dog bowls that pop up? Yeah. Do you think there's like a pop up wine glass? Because that's that what you can I mean. just like uh, anywhere. You're just yeah, ready. just have it on like in my pocket. In yeah, my anytime bag. there's a moment, yeah, you can just pull it out. Yeah. Oh, I think we can find you one on Amazon. Okay, because that's what I need. We'll take a look. Thank you. Okay. Well, like I said <laughs> at the beginning, some very exciting stuff is coming up next week for episode 150. Um, you're gonna want to be a patron. Um, but it's going to benefit everyone at the end of the day. Everyone is going to be able to get in on this excitement. Patrons just a little bit. I don't know if benefit is the word. But it, but it's really haunt. haunt. It will haunt everyone <laughs> in some capacity. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see yeah. next week for you'll 150. See. Oh, you'll see. Oh, okay, well, we'll leave you there. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. Oh. <laughs>